And now, the starting lineup for your daily dribble. He goes fat lamb harder in the paint each and every week. Go ahead and give it up for Liam Hancock. He's got a 98% laugh rate. Easily the most humble member of this lineup. And he's not too bad on the eye either. It's Roe Hancock. And as always, he calls the shots and he hits the shots. A man affectionately referred to as Diesel, your host, Nick Zamet. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. I'm your host, as always, Nick Zamet. Joined again by the two gentlemen in front of me. What's going on, guys? Liam here. Hi, guys. It's Roy here. How are we? The new bloke. The new bloke. He's got a bit of a fresh trim. I just walked in 20, 30 minutes ago, and I honestly thought you were a new... A new like co-host. Yeah, yeah. You are. Uh, you look fresh, my man. Do Thank you feel you. fresh? No, I do feel fresh. I was looking like Joe Dirt over the last few months. So happy to had had a bit of a fresh cut. Looking good to half the battle, isn't it? It is. Look good, feel good. You must know that feeling. <laughs> well, I, we won't dwell on that any longer. Um, guys, how are we today? Yeah, good, good. good. Uh, another week closer to basketball, as we say. What are we? We're twelve days away, aren't we? Twelve. Yeah. The countdown begins. So. Yeah, big episode in store, guys. As always, thank you for staying up to date with our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter. All can be found at The Daily Dribble. Um, So, yeah, once again, a big thank you for all the support during the week. And, yeah, thank you for continuing to drop those five-star rating reviews. On today's show, we do have a big episode. We've got, uh, we'll go through some odds and ends, recap the news from the league from around the week. Uh, We'll have the return of top five. Uh, Big thank you for everyone who sent in your suggestions via our Instagram story. And we'll also, at the start of the year, well, when I started this podcast, I did a, a couple of season predictions. Um, or should I say standing predictions. Yeah. So we're going to have a little bit of a look at that today and see uh, where I, what I got right and what yeah. I got wrong. Um, I think it'll err on the side of mainly being wrong, but that's all right. So we'll get into that shortly. But before we do, let's do some odds and ends. Okay, kick us off. Uh, some big names during the week. The coronavirus mm. still running absolutely rampant. Um, some big names this week have come out testing positive. Those include uh, Russell Westbrook, Eric Bledsoe, Michael Beasley, Harrison Barnes, Bam Adebayo, Kendrick Nunn, Thomas Bryant, and Gary Payton Jr. A few big names there. Uh, yeah. Just quickly on Michael Beasley, who yeah. was uh, signed by the Nets. He now won't be joining the team. Didn't last Orlando. long, did it? Mm. No, so... Uh, Again, their depleted squad just gets that little bit more depleted. So are we sort of thinking that the majority of those guys will be ready for the beginning of the season or is it a bit of wait and see how we go at this stage? I saw something the other day. I think like they'll all be back. And I think well, I saw something that mentioned how as horrible it is, as it is to get this virus, it might be a bit of a, a blessing to get it at this point in time yeah. as opposed to getting it, say, in a couple of weeks' time when the playoffs are, yep. you know, kicking off. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, as much as you hate to say all these names and big names, like most notably Russell Westbrook mm. getting the virus, uh, could be a slight blessing in disguise. Mm. No Michael Beasley was a part of that list. So he's not going to play this year, but will he Will he get picked up next year by, by any squad? Yeah, that's what reckon? I was wondering. Has the Nets completely dropped him? Like, he's not part of that team anymore. Yeah, uh, well, he won't be attending Orlando. I think he's okay. still... On, yeah. the, uh, okay. on the roster as such. That clears it up a bit. Um, but yeah, I really don't know what they're going to have to do now. It's Jamal Crawford, Karis LeVert, mm. and Jared Allen, or and, bust. And is Beasley, out of those names you mentioned, the only one not a, not attending Orlando's that's, restart? Yeah, that's mm. come out so far yeah, okay. from those names just mentioned. Um, so yeah, big a big week on mm. the uh, coronavirus front. There's some um, rough news from OKC. Um, Schroeder will leave... Um, it, well, it's not rough news, but it's just unfortunate news for OKC. Good news for Schroeder. He's leaving in the bubble in three to four weeks for the birth of his child. Which, yeah, yeah good on him, but it's going to hurt. A lot hurt of players have, are in this position, aren't they? Yeah. It seems as if everyone's tried to uh, That's gonna pump be a out massive a kid in, in the off-season as yeah. when, like it normally would be. Mm. But Guy who's, who's most likely going to win six men of the year this year. Um, that's going to be a huge out for the Thunder, and I think um, heading into the heading into the playoffs, that's that's not ideal. But 
you know, what can you do in situations like that? Well, they're so reliant on that guard trio, aren't they? Mm. Of um, uh, Gilgis, Alexander, Paul and Intruder. So that is a big loss for them. Is uh, it more likely than not that he won't be coming back, do you reckon? Uh, I'm I'm looking at the glass half full. Mm. I reckon he will be back, but mm. how long remains to be seen, and that depends as well how far OKC are going to go into that playoffs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, whether it's a first-round exit, potentially. Well, this yeah. certainly doesn't help their case, but yeah, time will tell how far they go mm. and when he'll come back. Yes. Mm. Some bad news for the Lakers with um, Rajon Rondo um, mm. expected to miss the next six to eight weeks um, with a right thumb injury that he um, got during a practice session. Um, so I guess this opens a spot for either another player to gain more minutes or potentially a player who isn't part of their roster at the moment to gain a spot. But I'm wondering, what do you guys think? Who do you think is going to benefit from this Without a injury? doubt, Caruso. Yeah. Big minutes for Caruso mm. coming, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, he's proven himself this year. And I think he kind of is underrated just for the fact he's a bit of a, a meme due to his, um, his mm. balding. But he, <laughs> or he's a fan favorite. I don't see him as a meme. Not though. a meme, but he's a cu- he's cult figure. Yeah, cult. Yeah, yeah that's probably better one. put. Um, so I think it'll certainly benefit him. For the Lakers, though, six to eight weeks, he might be back in. Well, he should be back in time for the conference finals. Mm. Uh, then again, it depends if he does come back. Say hypothetically yeah. for the conference finals, do you do you throw him straight back in the mm. in the lineup, or he or might if, want to rehab some? Like, even though it's a it's a hand injury, but you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah so. Someone who did put his hand up. I'm not sure if you guys saw it, but Mario Chalmers, um, he's put his hand up and said that he's been, you know, he's been grinding behind the scenes and he's ready to go um, if they were to give him a spot. Um, the whipping boy, wasn't he for that that hate team? He was. He was. I don't think they. I don't think they'll pick him up. To be honest with you, no, wouldn't be the most. Um, you know, he'd be a pretty handy pickup. But I think, as you said, Nick, like once Rondo comes back into the squad, um, which we think he probably will, given that Lakers are likely to have a deep playoff run, um, and also Caruso with more minutes should pick up the slack slightly. So, I don't think there's need for Mario Chalmers to get that spot. Points we, for trying, though. Right, he's yeah, you another, may as well. Another ring. Weirdly yeah. enough, Mario Chalmers has been on my mind quite a bit. and I didn't now, think for I was, what reason uh, would he be on your I mind? I didn't think Lee? I'd ever say that, but I've just been um, reminiscing over that old Heat team, you know. Yeah. And he's the name that stood out. I mean, I, mean, I remember <laughs> playing <laughs> 2K, 2K back in the day, and he was um, pretty much the, the um, point guard for that, mm. that Heat team. Whenever um, I think of him, I just... See him getting absolutely bullied by Blasted, and yeah. Wade and Bosch and Chalmers and who was it? Uh, was it Olinick? Who had the who had the mohawk? Oh, Chris Anderson. Yeah. Chris Anderson. Yeah. yeah, but Olinick would was it was he off the Imagine bench? Kelly Olinick with a big mohawk. <laughs> no, not Olinick. <laughs> Couldn't yeah. get any more ugly that guy. <laughs> oh, oh, he's got a rude head on him. He's, he's not. He's not designed for Miami, is he? He's As not. we were saying, was it last week in our or oh, the week before in our top five? Beautiful place with beautiful people. <laughs> uh, he does not fit the criteria. <laughs> we're all a big fan of Kelly. Here, Did he not I'm play not. for Heat? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did he not play for Heat? Kelly Olinick, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that, uh, I thought you were questioning it. Not yeah. during the no, LeBron no. era, though. No. no, no, no. In other news, does he play for Heat right now? Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, Rashawn Holmes, you may have seen during the week. He he's going to spend an additional eight days in quarantine due yeah. to the fact he uh, he decided to cross the uh, the Disney campus line to pick up a food delivery. Mm. Yep. So, Wonder how far he went. Was it a step over? Like when I imagine it, I think he's gone a, a <laughs> toe over. Just over it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not too sure to be honest. Uh, yeah. How, I how like do you get your food in? Well, if you can't go out, you, like I don't, I wouldn't want to eat the bloody staple foods that they've got over there. No, no. no. You, uh, you got to. I don't know what you do. You uh, find your way. Yeah, find your way. I think by the sounds of it, some of these players are getting very special treatment in comparison to yeah. others. Without a doubt, I don't think Sean awesome. Holmes. <laughs> I don't think he's one of the ones who has a sweet. Something um, tells me. A couple, a couple weeks ago, when we were talking about the um, restart in, in Orlando, Rowe put out the statement saying the the hotline wasn't going to be used, and it's mm. already been used before the before the season's wrong. even started. It was um, reported that Dwight Howard got um, got the got cold oh, up. Of course, he did. For for come on, Howard, he didn't wear a mask. Like just put the mask on. It's not that hard. I love Dwight, but it's not that hard. Mm, yeah. well, it was because he was by himself, wasn't it? And he thought, 
I don't know. I'm I, pretty I sure he was by to... himself at the time and, yeah, got, got busted for it. But Season hasn't even started. Snitch hotline's been used. I wonder what the betting odds would have been, like, to the first one to get snitched on. I reckon Dwight would have been pretty short odds. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Who did what? You pre- I know you predicted um the the brothers. Oh, uh, Brooke and Robin. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I predicted Harden. And who yeah. did I predict? I can't remember. I predicted Austin Rivers because he's just... Uh, he would have called... Yeah, he's, he's you, you predicted him to call people up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. On his dad. Yeah. Um, in other news, so here's a team who I bash on quite a lot, Orlando. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, I'm not a, in the slightest bit that interested to see them, by the fact of one player. Who? Mo Bamba mm. has, according to the Magic organisation, put on 28 pounds Jeez. to his frame. Jeez. That's a that's a big boy now. He's going to do some serious damage if he gets the opportunity to. Um, as I said, not at all keen to see much else from the Magic because mm-hmm. I anticipate they're going to get swept. But I think it's uh, a step in the right direction to give Bamba more minutes. And if mm-hmm. he's got this bigger frame, yeah, he should be a little more exciting to watch. Mm. One of those players who we're sort of expecting will develop slowly. But, you know, his potential is pretty high, I would have thought. He's got... Quite a lot of raw talent, so who knows what he could do. He's got a song named after him. Well, there you go. You know you've made it if you've got a song after you. Mm. Um, what about this? Um, Zion uh, has left the bubble to tend to a urgent family matter. Likewise, Montrez Harrell. Has he as well? Yeah, this morning uh, in Australia came out with that kind of same, same. urgent family matter. Mm. Um, yeah. Both I... will join at a later point. Now, my question of this is, is there any form of quarantining when they come back, like for two weeks or anything, or do they just get tested? And if they're pos- if they're clear, they come back in. Like, what's the go with that? Uh, that's mm. a good question. Not sure. Yeah, that is a good question. I anticipate there would be some form of quarantine involved. Mm. Which, uh, for Montrez Harrell, it should be okay because mm, yeah. the Clippers are going to make a deep run. Yeah. Uh, for the Pelicans, they're kind of in that battle at the minute, mm. and yeah, he's by the time. You know, he takes care of the matters at hand, gets back, has to quarantine. They could mm. well and truly be be given the boot. Well, uh, it's either they quarantine or they just get tested. Like, they'd, they'd surely just get tested, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. I don't yeah, know. I'm not too sure about that, but it does... Uh, the last couple of weeks we've spoken about you guys, I think, are on the side of the Portland Trailblazers making yeah, that playing yeah. spot. Yeah. Whereas I've... I'm, I'm riding the Pelicans horse all the way home. And, and can I just say something... Um, to do with that yeah i was talking to slick rick during the weekend i haven't i haven't even really considered the memphis grizzlies to, mm, to maintain that spot like he's he's backing them um i think the I, reason that we initially weren't a huge fan of them getting that last spot was their run home is pretty tough isn't it from memory i think they've it. got a few really um tough games in comparison to portland in in particular um but who knows? Like we we have written them off pretty prematurely, I mm. think. Well, they should hold on to that eighth spot. It's just if they'll win the plane, the plane, yeah. and I guess they've got the benefit of only having to win one mm. game as opposed to two. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so at the stand, like the standings at the minute, they do have a bit of a buffer on these other teams. So three and a half games mm. on top of both Portland and the mm. Pelicans. Mm. Uh, you wouldn't anticipate those teams will make up the ground in the eight games. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, they. It's hard, isn't it? They're just one of those teams, and we'll discuss a little bit more in our next segment. But I still don't know if I've got that much faith in them yet. Mm. Did we hear about what um, Chuck said throughout the week? I didn't. Yes. Yeah. What did he say? He says that Portland Trailblazers will get over if they get that eighth spot. Will get over the Lakers in the first round. Jesus, that's a big statement. <laughs> He's turned into a shock jock. Chuck is. <laughs> yeah. We, I yeah. don't know what he's on about there. He wants a headline, and he's got it. Indeed. <laughs> He's got it on, like on the daily draw. longer, though, doesn't it? <laughs> Big shout, though. Big yeah. shout. Would be a good matchup, though. Portland and the Lakers. Uh, Lakers would be too strong, though, you would imagine. They would imagine. be. Dame would have to Go make a couple of big games. He'd have to play out of his skin. It does help, though. It gives a little bit more uh, chance for these lower seeded teams without now the home court advantage mm. that you would normally have in a playoff series. Yeah. So. Yeah, that and does. They're still yet to play without any crowd, so we still don't know how that will go. Mm. Well, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Dame just might lock in there and go to town on the Lakers, mm. but yeah, yeah. Other news quickly: uh, De'Aaron Fox of the Sacramento Kings has sprained his ankle during the week. Mm. Uh, 
He'll have it reevaluated in seven to ten days. Yeah. So not good timing. It's not great timing. Thankfully, he should be set prior to the these eight games tipping off. Mm. Uh, but again, that's not what you like to see from your star man. And it hurts in particular for Darren Fox, considering he's such an explosive, quick player. That's an it. injury like a sprained ankle, which can often, you know extend for another few weeks on top of that original prognosis i think um that all almost rules out sacramento completely even though we weren't really giving them much consideration to begin with but uh those teams had the suns spurs kings i I just don't even know why they're in the um the teams that are going to orlando (laughs) past pelican send a really no, hardcore to the point email to Adam Silver and just tell him how you feel, man. <laughs> Probably the way to go. And I'm sure you'd be speaking on behalf of a lot of people, likewise yeah. with the Wizards. Like, yeah, mm, absolutely. Probably to get the Spurs in, but why Phoenix in then? Like, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, just just for that. As um, Gilly was saying the other week with um, the Pelicans being included for the sole reason that they want to get a bit more publicity from um, Zion Williams and I reckon the same thing sort of with the Suns and Devin Booker like he's great to watch and people will tune in to watch the Suns but they're not uh, they're not going to make the the playoffs no mm. no other news I've got a couple of quick more got couple one of more quick more well. ones jeez that's poor English <laughs> a couple of quick other ones to run through and fire uh, we just posted on our Instagram only a few moments before the podcast tipped off uh, I posted. This you is what posted, I was going to say, but go ahead, yeah. Daily Dribble 23, if you're not following already, guys. Uh, all NBA season awards will be based on games played up until the season hiatus mm-hmm. on March 11th. Uh, again, this makes sense due to not all teams competing mm-hmm. or all players yeah. being there. Yeah. So, yeah, again, we thought this would be the case, but just confirmed today via Shams. So, from now, we, from now on, we can really do an episode on our predictions for that because they're already locked in, pretty much. We can, I think. Have we discussed this at all? No, we Don't haven't. We so. haven't even done an episode on it. No. Off mic, perhaps, but maybe that's the case. Mic, yeah. A lot of them feel pretty, pretty obvious, don't they? But maybe yeah, we yeah. could uh, do, do like say some runners up. I yeah. mean, I think the MVP. Yeah, we'll go into it at a later at a later stage. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, one more here quickly from me. Uh, the Sixers are looking at starting uh, Shake Milton and bringing Al Horford in off the bench, meaning Ben Simmons will transition to power forward, mm. which they've been running in their sessions down in Orlando. And as I said, Shake Milton will slot into the point guard role. Was this a rumor or is it confirmed? Uh, this looks much? pretty well confirmed. Okay. Um, it's not set in stone yet, but I think it makes sense. Horford yeah. hasn't been to the level. I thought he would be this year. And coming off the bench, hopefully he can just do a little bit more damage and be more impactful against these second units. Yeah. Uh, and Shake Milton's been good. He's shown he's able to shoot, control the game. Should complement Simmons nicely, I think. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, so just a quick one there. And I'm all done with mine. So. Yeah. That's it. That's Odds and ends. Yeah. Wrap her up. Beautiful. Her up. So as I said at the start, would uh, when I started this podcast, I did a, a season preview. Uh, that was the episode, I believe. I did this really big in-depth uh, spill. It went for like an hour and a half, and the whole lot got lost, uh, which kind of put me on edge. That was nearly the end of my podcasting journey before it had started. That was like episode two, and I lost it all. And Just well, quickly, you... if anyone wants to listen to a really <laughs> funny episode, listen to the episode where Nick, <laughs> Nick lost, lost all of this. He sounded like a man who was broken, and I guess understandably so. If you've been working that hard on it, and we've... We've been in that position a few times since, and it's not a great feeling. But it's a um, dollar and lost ten. Yeah, if you want a if you want a funny few minutes, go listen to <laughs> Were that. Were you seriously considering just canning the podcast after? No, but oh, I, I, oh, I probably wasn't far away yeah. at that point in time. Mm. Um, so what I'll do quickly, I'll run through my east and west the standings I had, yeah. and then we'll just quickly break it down where I went right, wrong, uh, what you guys would have changed. Yeah. Things like that. Or do you want to start with one conference and then yeah, we'll, we'll talk s- about that? Yeah, let's do that. Let's okay. start with the East. Okay. So I'll go from 1 to 15. Okay. Um, so I had the Bucks in 1, 2, 76ers, 3, the Nets, 4, the Raptors, 5, the Celtics, 6, the Pacers, 7, the Pistons, 8, the Heat, 9, the Hawks, 10, the Magic, 11, the Bulls, 12 were the Knicks, 13, the Cavs, 14, the Wizards, and 15, the Hornets. So, yeah, hope you could keep up with that. That was maybe what we'll do. We'll I'll post Post a picture of this during the week just so you guys can see where I my head was at at the start of the year. So I guess we'll go through what we thought 
went right out of that list and what went wrong in retrospect. Or to me and Ro, what surprised us from your list? Yeah, so... From, yeah, you go there. Well, what, what was the biggest surprise in that for you guys? Mine, so? well, the Pistons really, the Pistons yeah. positions really stu- stood out to me. And I'm guessing before the season started, you anticipated a lot more from Rose and Griffin and Drummond. I really thought that big three was going to do some damage, yeah. uh, especially given how weak the East is. I yeah. thought they yeah. could be a... Well, last year they were a playoff team, mm. an eighth seed nevertheless, but still in the playoffs. And uh, Griffin got injured early, didn't he? Pretty, he, he did, so yeah. it kind of mm. put a bit of a halt on that. Um, Drummond got traded later on, so mm. that didn't help. And Rose wasn't... He was pretty absent, wasn't he? Or was he? I uh, no, he, he was... Did he play he, most games? He had games? some big games this year. Yeah. He looked like a, like a quality player. Mm. Um, but again, with the cast he had around him, it wasn't enough. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The only thing... Um, Apart from those three, you've got Luke Kennard and maybe Christian Wood, and yep. then it turns into a god-awful lineup. So mm. It's like a wreck team like us playing, isn't it? <laughs> and I can see, regarding the Pistons, I can see that you've had um, a note that says Rose, Griffin and Drummond could surprise, and as we mentioned, they sort of... Uh, with the Surprised exception, on the wrong side yeah, of the game, I guess. With the exception of Rose, I think um, they didn't do a hell of a lot. And especially considering Drummond got traded, that probably didn't help. Um, but to be fair to you, Nick, I'm looking over this list, and you know, with the exception of the Pistons in the top eight and the Magic in the um, the bottom, um, what is it, the bottom eight, bottom oh, seven? Yeah, them tenth, yeah. Um, you've you've got all the sort of like teams who have been going well this year in the in the right place. Yeah. Um, one of the others, which I guess in retrospect um, were. A bit low were the Heat, who yep. surprised a lot of people this year, um, including myself. Like, I didn't think they'd be as good as they have been, but um, that comes took... back to the rookies. Yeah. They've got a, they got a handful of rookies, which you're like, mm. God, what can you expect from these guys? Well, that they've shown up. I think it was the second episode. I think I did this, and it was episode four or five. It only took me a few weeks to realise, but I did um, an episode about the Heat. Mm, yeah, just how. Like, these rookies were torching it at the start, mm. so they really came out hot. And, yeah, probably been the big surprise packet this year. I'm I'm really on board with the hate. I love mm, their roster, so, the depth, yeah. youth, experience they've got. They've just got a really well-rounded team. Mm. Um, and you've kind of got that 1A player in Jimmy Butler, but you've also got, like, mm. a 1B player in probably Bam Adebayo next to it. Mm, true, yeah. Uh, and so, with Whiteside, like, leaving last year, you probably would have expected them at, what, that 8 position you put them. Yeah. Even though he didn't give them heaps, and he was a bit lacklustre, um, he's still a pretty valuable big man. Disappointed mm. as well in the 76ers. Yeah. I really mm. thought they were going to torch through the regular season. Uh, I was at the start of the season. I was nearly going to, when I was doing this, have them above the Bucks. Mm. I really thought their size, because that team, Simmons, Harris, Richardson, Horford and Embiid, that is massive. They've got all the pieces, don't they? They, they just, just haven't put them together, together, has it? No, no. Uh, where else did I go wrong here? So, the the Hornets. I thought they. I'm not quite sure how they've in tenth at the minute, but I had them as a fifteenth seed. Mm. I thought they would have been lucky to win twenty games. And I mean, they still haven't been great, so no. I can I can forgive that one. It was a hot stretch from Devontae Graham early oh, in the year that kind yeah. of got them because they were in up and around those. They they started well actually. Yeah, I think they, they were in the in the playoff. Top mm, the top eight, yeah, I remember I they were. But they fell off a cliff. Yeah, pretty quickly, yeah. didn't yeah. they? You didn't expect much from my Wizards, which you put at 14. Yeah. But yeah. honestly, I probably wouldn't have put them far from it, maybe mm. 13 or 12. Mm. Looking back at this, I'm not sure for what reason I had the Knicks and Cavs above them. Mm, uh, yeah. I mean, to be for, honest, Bradley yeah. Bill just went nuts this he year. Did. Yeah. And Everything. for some time, the Wizards were at that 14th spot or 13th. Like, they made a uh, big push towards the end. I can't remember yeah. what month it was, but Brad Beal scoring, like, back-to-back. Was it was it 50-point games or 40? Yeah. yeah, that was... He had some big games there. That was what and likewise, it. the Hawks, I thought mm. they would have been in and around the playoff picture. Mm. Uh, Which I would have thought, too. Again, that suspension at the start of the year to John Collins really hurt them. Yeah. And from there, it was kind of just treading water, keep your head above water. The only other noticeable one to me is the Nets in the third position. Mm. Obviously, we thought that Kyrie Irving would be playing more games. We knew KD wouldn't be playing, but we thought that <coughs> sorry, perhaps K, um, Kyrie might um, you know, lift them up to that spot. Do we think that um, next year with a healthy Kyrie and KD, they'll be in a similar position um, as you had them 
to I'm finish third, this year? Didn't I? Yeah, or do you reckon they could even potentially be higher? Oh, they're such a hard to say because you just they? haven't seen the two stars mm. play together. Because their ceiling's so high, isn't yeah. it? They're like a championship favourite if everything comes together. Yeah, yeah. But if it doesn't, they could uh, well be. Mm. You know, if down it doesn't, I still think they'd be in probably that fourth or fifth position. Yeah. But if it does, uh, like you can't help but put them at that number one spot at least. I can't. KD, Kyrie together. Depends mm. what they do in the off-season, whether they offload Dimwitty, mm. um, if Tuarim Prince is trade fodder, uh, whether they build around Jared Allen. There's yeah. a lot of kind of things that could come into play for them. Mm. Uh, whether, I yeah, I, I reckon they'll be in that top, Top four, they'll be getting home court, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. A team just quickly, I'm really surprised at, pleasantly surprised. Nick Nurse has done a phenomenal mm. job. The Raptors, mm. yeah. Losing Kawhi, you kind of, I know for me, I had them in at fourth. Mm. Uh, still a quality team, but I just thought they would struggle a little bit. Even even fourth was generous of you. It was. Well, yeah. that's it. I had still had them above the Celtics. Mm. So, the job they've done, 46 and 18 this year so far. It's really a testament to the coaching and the organisation there. Yeah, and the yeah. development of these players like Siakam and Anobi um, and the leadership that G- Gasol, Van Vliet bring. Mm. So I guess I'll pose the question to you guys. So biggest thing I got right, do you reckon? Like, That's look. It's Biggest thing you got right would have to be the Bucks. Yeah. yeah. Number one spot. They've been the standout in that Eastern Conference. Um. What do, you, what do you think? Luke? Yeah, Bucks. The Bucks like it's, yeah. it's evident. They're that number one spot, and they've just shown up as expected. Biggest thing I got wrong? You'd have to. I'd have to say the Pistons, at least. The Pistons? Yeah. yeah. As an honourable mention, um, I'd say probably the Hawks in ninth spot. And um, the The Hawks have, you know... Yeah. Are, they, are they sitting on the bottom of the East at the moment, or, or uh, second? The Hawks, they're currently 14th, yeah. Yeah. Only a game up on the... Uh, but I can say, in saying that, I can see why you picked them. Like Trey Young, positive mm. signs, John Collins. And um, I thought those new rookies as well, yeah. uh, Hunter, Reddish, were yeah. really going to come out yeah. and show more than what they did. It was more them underperforming than your pick being you know, yeah. wrong, mm. I think. But in yeah. saying that, I think they've got... I'm really interested to see what they do in the off-season and Me the development too. these younger players make. Yeah. As yeah. well as the inclusion of Clint Capella. Yeah. We're yet to see yes. him. Mm. Although, was it Lee you mentioned about potentially trading him the other week? Was it? No. We, I, I, I love that. No, I didn't mention that. Oh, you I you got another I, podcast or something. <laughs> I feel like we mentioned a potential when we were doing trade. No, when we were doing the trades. That was um, about three months ago. <laughs> I do recall something yeah. along those lines. And, but I didn't have Capella in any of my trades. Ah. Hmm. Not sure where I've gone on there. I've kind of let us down a, a <laughs> no, one-way street. I think it was this, we were talking about the Celtics perhaps coming up with a, a package um, for, a package for yeah. Capella. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. But, yeah, anyway. They need a piece to accompany Trey Young, don't they? And hopefully Capella's it. Mm. I think they'll be in probably that spot that you put them at nine yeah. this year coming, probably. Hopefully if everything goes well. Maybe the Celtics think. as well I got wrong haven't really spoken about them I mm. thought uh, after the World Cup they would have tired and mm. at the time Tatum had an injury yeah um, but again they've the developments he's made and just how how well rounded we've, we've spoken about them a, a bit the last couple of weeks mm. with Gilly and ourselves how there's been no World Cup <laughs> yeah well, well that, <laughs> that kind of hurt that uh, prediction but yeah they've been phenomenal once again yeah yeah let's move ahead to the the West this is the more interesting of the two. Side. Bit to break down here, strong side. <laughs> uh, so in the number one slot, I had the Utah Jazz, the number two Rockets, three Lakers, four Nuggets, the five seed I had as the Clippers, mm. uh, sixth the Warriors, seventh the Blazers, eighth the Timberwolves, nine the Spurs, ten the Pelicans, eleven the Kings, twelve the Mavs, thirteen the Thunder. 14, the Suns, and 15th, I had the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a train wreck this side is. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I, I got I like everything it, wrong here, didn't I? Let me just kick it off by saying, Lakers in the third spot. We know you're a Lakers fan, Nick. Um, what, what sort of put those other two teams, the Jazz and the Rockets, over the Lakers, in your opinion, particularly with Anthony Davis joining yeah. Um, them over the off season. Did I have like a stroke that day? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's up? The only reason I was surprised a because you're a Lakers fan and b because I think all the all the bookies were saying that the Lakers were pretty short odds yeah. in the West. I was just wondering what, particularly the Jazz in that first spot. 
what what sort of stood out to you for them? Yeah, so I guess with the Lakers first, uh, I thought LeBron would come out with a statement after the failures of last year. Mm. Yeah. But in saying that, given his age uh, and a bit of time to gel with this mm. new team, I thought he might sit out a few more games as uh, load management. Yeah. I thought they wouldn't be quite as concerned as going out so gung-ho mm. uh, for that number one seat. They've completely surpassed my expectations, and that duo, like LeBron's a potential MVP, yeah. uh, probably number two at this point, mm. playing one of the best years of his career. So, yeah, didn't see that coming. Mm. Just on that, though, can I just say... Yeah, please. Don't those two theories of yours conflict, how LeBron wants to make a statement, but um, he'll be... He'll be sitting out a couple of games. I like, thought he'd make a statement the games he played, yeah, but would also yeah, yeah. rest. rest. So, yeah, okay. yeah it, do, it does contradict a little bit there. Uh, I'd, in the number two seat, I had the Rockets. Mm-hmm. I just thought that, that Harden and Westbrook combo would be lethal. Yeah. Um, and for the Jazz, I I was really, really high on them mm. and going into the season. Mm. I thought the acquisition of Mike Conley was mm. huge. Uh, he has been... Which it has been. <sighs> I mean, oh, I've not been impressed with him. <laughs> no, I have been. That's I was, uh, yeah, bitterly yeah, disappointed with him. Uh, look, I think so. I think he's played his role. He, he, I think you'd probably be disappointed because he used to play a higher, higher um, role in the other teams that he's played for. Yep. He's come into a team with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert as the main guys. Bogdanovich as well. He didn't need to do anywhere near as he used anywhere as near as much as he used to do. But he's played his role, and he maybe in terms of the box score he hasn't stood no. out. But thirteen point eight points, three point two rebounds, four point three assists. I think that's all you ask for. Yeah, yeah. But again, I thought, uh, yeah, I thought that lineup. You've got Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, mm. Conley, Bogdanovich. Mm. Um, you had players like Joe Ingles, Jordan Clarkson. I was. I just really thought they well were gonna, and I thought they were built for the regular season because yeah. they've yeah. got that kind of, like say with the Lakers, they've got LeBron, mm. a bit older, needs a bit of time to rest, potentially mm. Clippers load management. Uh, I just thought they were poised to really dominate this year, and I got that pretty well wrong. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, they're well, fourth. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, the Nuggets had four. Um, yeah. Again. Not sure what I was thinking there. They're a good regular season team. Mm. Still, I'm not really sold on the Nuggets. I just, <laughs> you put them at four? Yeah. Oh, what are they, third right now? Uh, they're the currently third, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And the Clippers, five. Mm. Wow. Mm. Had Paul George been um, confirmed? Uh, he, had, he had, but was had was going to be missing oh, the start yeah, of the season. Yeah. Uh, and again, Kawhi, notorious for load management. Yeah, yeah, true. Again, time to gel, but they've surpassed expectations. Then the rest of it's, yeah, a bit of a car wreck. Well, let's... Can we talk about the Thunder real quick? I'd rather we didn't because I got that one <laughs> so horribly That's probably... Wrong. Well, rightly so. Like, no one really expected much from them. And you can no. see why. Yeah. they When you lose two of your biggest names in Russell Westbrook and um, Paul George, what else can you expect? But mm. how much have they just shown up this year? They've been phenomenal. Yeah. And this is... It puts them in such great stead, though, because not only do they have a team for now, mm. but the assets they acquired from those two trades, they're set and primed for a huge next decade. Yeah. Mm. Um, so 13th I had them, and they're currently the fifth seed. Mm. They've, wow. they're, they're a very um, appealing team. Like, if I was um, wanting to get drafted by a team, it'd probably be the Thunder at this point. Yeah. 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 No, it's... Um, not that I'm planning on venturing over Making there. Making a bit yeah. of a trip into the big, big lights. <laughs> I think the one that stood out to me more so because we, well, we we all sort of thought that the Thunder would be, you know, towards the bottom of the West um, coming into this season. But I'm looking at the Mavs in the yeah. 12th spot um, with Luka Doncic and obviously Porzingis as well leading that team. Um, they've had a they've had a far far better year. Mm. But what was what was your thoughts behind? Placing the Mavs, we n- not that high on them. Obviously, heading into the you based it off last year's like it was performance from them. Yeah, somewhat. It was partly not so much that I wasn't that high on them. Mm. I think I was just higher on a lot of the other teams because mm, yeah. the West is so strong. Yeah, and the fact I didn't think Porzingis would show up. No. Yeah, which he had. Well, he, 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 he's done enough. Yeah, and they've had yeah. like Seth Curry. Um, and other contributors surpass expectations. Yeah. Yeah. So, and again, like the Timberwolves I had as the eighth seed, Mm. I really expected them to be better at the time. I thought Wiggins 
and that bloke started the first couple of games with like a house on fire. Mm. He was yeah probably the MVP through the first five games of the season. Mm. Uh, Towns, yeah, I thought that duo would have done better, and they didn't. So hence mm. it was broken up with D'Angelo Russell coming into the fold. Uh, the Warriors had as a sixth seed. No one could have predicted no, you have to the carnage that, that would happen in the first couple. Of, was it the second game against the Suns? Curry went down? I think it was, yeah. yeah. So that hurt. The Blazers, again, thought they would, after being the uh, the Western Conference Finals, thought they would be mm, up there. Mm. Um, they've come to life a bit. Had Damian Lillard not been on the tear that he has this year, they could be right down the foot of the table as well. Yeah. And likewise with the, the Spurs, they're always going to be in and around the pitcher. Yeah. Pelicans, uh, I'm not sure... Yeah, I thought they were going to start better. Mm, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's taken them a bit of time to click into gear. Uh, yeah, the Kings, the un- Suns, all in and around. But the Grizzlies, yeah. I've really got wrong. Hey, yeah, I had them as the fifth, 15th seed. Mm. Wow. Well, that comes back to the um, statement Jar's made in his rookie year. He's gone off. And, again, how strong I thought the West was. Yeah. Jar has mm. been incredible. But if you... Ah, Penny. Yeah. Dog's going off its trolley out there, um, but yeah, I, they've they've done it. They've well, they've I've lost my train of thought. You want to pause? No, that? that's alright. Well, the show goes on. Uh, yeah, the Grizzlies have well and truly surpassed my expectations. Don't know if they're going to be much of a threat in the playoffs. Mm. Should they hang on to that eighth seed? I, yeah, I don't know how that'd fare against that Lakers team. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Uh, Biggest thing I got right, fellas. What do you reckon? Let's have a look. Biggest thing you got right, I'm looking. Um, probably. Oh, probably um, Pelicans, maybe. Except, uh, except you thought they were going to start a bit better, didn't you? Um, I thought the Kings were going to be more exciting as well. Since mm. Luke Walton's coming as head coach, their tempo slowed right down, yeah. which has really hurt them when you've got such explosive players like Fox. Mm. Um, Harrison Barnes, Marvin Bagley. Mm. Um, yes. Got Jabari Parker in there now, don't I think he thinks he's a Kings, is he? You're telling the story. <laughs> I think he is. And he's a valuable asset. Yeah, so, I'm sort of looking at the you know the teams that you place just outside the eight. So I'm looking at the Spurs, the Pelicans, and the Kings. I think that's prob- probably what you got um, you were most on the money with. You saw those teams you know, not being able to, you know, be amongst the teams who will be contending at the end of the year, which was ultimately right. Even the Blazers, even though at, at the moment they're sitting at the ninth spot and you've placed them in the seventh, mm. they made the Western Conference playoffs um, last year. So you've you've predicted that they wouldn't have a great, great as of a um, regular season as they did last year, which obviously they haven't. In my notes, I said they'd be hanging on until Nurkic came back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just, again, these the teams above them, Got so much stronger. Yeah. And then Melo got included into the lineup. Mm. He did. Know, yeah. Quarter way through the season, I want to say. Mm. Melo. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, probably that, that part that just under outside the playoff pitch you got I think right. So, yeah. Okay. Be kind. What, <laughs> <laughs> you could pick one. What did I most get wrong? Um, mm. Well, we're going to look past the Warriors because, as you said, no yeah. one could predict that. I'm probably looking more so towards the Mavs and the Thunder as an equal yeah. equal first. Thunder, probably not as much because we all thought I would have had the same yeah. sort of a similar sort of position. The Mavs, I think, maybe slightly low um, in retrospect, but um, you know you had your reasoning. I certainly didn't anticipate for as good as Doncic was mm. last season. Yeah. He like this year. Last year he was going at 21.2 points a game. Yeah. Mm. He's had an uptake of 7.5 points yeah. going at 28.7 this year, which is just wild for a second-year player. Likewise, yep. his assists was at 6 last season, 8.7 yeah. this year. Um, rebounds from 7.8 to 9.3, just yeah. all major categories. He's mm. elevated his game to like a superstar level already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's scary that this guy's 21 years old. Yeah, yeah bloody old. Sometimes you forget that, don't you? Yeah. He's probably, if he's on track at this stage to probably go down, if he continues this traje- trajectory, probably the greatest European player yeah. in league history. Oh, that's, a big, that's a big call. That's a big call. That's a... Uh, who would be hold his off. Com- competitors? <laughs> Dirk. Dirk. 
Um, Ginobili. Ginobili, yeah. Although I, I see him surpassing them. Yeah. If he continues. That's a big call. He'll, he'll be an MVP for sure, potentially yeah. multiple times. I reckon he'll get a couple of rings. Yeah. But, uh, Can I say my um, biggest yeah, please, one I thought you got do. wrong? And you've only um, put them two spots below. You put Lakers at three. I, I still think that's too low for them. Yeah. I think that's probably the biggest no no. Just biggest no no. I feel like yeah. you just didn't consider AD coming into that lineup. <laughs> I'd have forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. But again, I th- yeah, yeah. And <laughs> but, I think we, as we've seen yeah. this year. Sorry, just quickly, I just mentioned how I thought uh, LeBron would have time off. Mm. If you look at the Lakers' uh, stats from this year, the time that uh, LeBron and AD are on the court together, mm. they are phenomenal. Yeah. Mm. Once you take LeBron off and say it's AD running with this mm. cast, they've been not that great, mm, like pretty true. average. True. So in my head, as I thought LeBron would have games off, I thought they would struggle a yeah. bit. Yep. And had he have taken games off, they would have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mucked up there. I mean, in retrospect, that Grizzlies in the last spot was, you know, wrong, obviously. But I think if I was doing the predictions, I don't think I would have put them inside the eight. I think they would nah. have been towards the bottom half of the, mm. um, you know, lower lower team. So, well, now I, we've got yeah. this team established. I'm looking forward to doing this for next season. Mm. It'll be interesting to see where we uh, where put we these teams. Finish, yeah. Overall, though, you've done a pretty good job, especially in the East, considering that I think the NBA is one of the most rapid changing sports mm. in 100%. the history of sports. If you compare it to AFL per se down here Australian Football League a player stays at a team or he, he plays for two teams maybe in yep. their career whereas here it's it's weird if they play for two teams it's more like six yeah so, even you go back 20 30 years ago and it ta- it's taken away a bit from the rivalries yeah like yep. when you had the Celtics Lakers you got Magic and Bird who are just constants on their team mm, true. now you've got it is as you said Lee, it's forever changing mm. and it it's good to a certain extent, but then it, as I said, it takes away a little bit from the, uh, the I guess the overall storyline. Mm. I guess for new watchers yeah. as well, it's hard to really pick it. I know even me, I go for the Wizards, but I more follow players as I'm sure most people do because it's yeah. just too hard to. Well, I think particularly particularly in Australia, I reckon that some Americans yeah. would be listening to this right yeah, now that's going, geez, what are you talking about? You've been not very them. faithful. <laughs> but in Australia, because we don't have the pride of living there. Yeah, exactly. Then we probably more so go, Oh geez, I hope, you know, LeBron does well, I hope, you know, you know, Curry does well, these kind of guys. Um but in saying that, Boston through and through. good stuff, Bella. So we'll move on from that just because I'm I don't want to keep looking at that table. It's <laughs> like you said, PTSD. I'm excited. I'm excited to do it for next year. But yeah, no. So that'll be good. Uh, during the week, I'll put up a picture of these um, start of season predictions. Let us know what you think, guys. Be you, kind. You probably uh, while you listen to the episode, you'll probably need to um, have the visual. Have the visual yeah. of the. So we'll post it up on IG, as you said. Beautiful, fellas. Let's move ahead to top five. Uh, as I said, a big thank you to everyone who put forth your suggestions on our Instagram story. This week we've gone with uh, the suggestion put forth by the KevPod. can be found at Instagram under the KevPod, uh, who suggested give your top five players under 26 years old who are six foot four or less. So, yeah, let's not muck around. Without further ado, let's do it. We'll start with our number five pick. Uh, yeah. With these, I'll, I'm not going to go into too much detail. No. But, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll rattle through them. And guys out there, let us know who you think did the best with this top five. Mm. Or so, who aligns with yours the most, yeah. So my, my number five was five. Ja Morant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, phenomenal year. Mm. Rookie of the year, undoubtedly. Uh, huge potential. Good one. My number five is uh, Spider, D. Mitchell. Mm, at at yeah. number five, is that is that two? That's low. Well, I, I, was listening, I was listening to Nick's jar, and I thought, oh, that's a bit low for my. Mm. Yeah, but I but guess at the it, end of the day, we've all got we've all got our own preferences. Yeah. Oh, this is I'm more intrigued now how this is going to go, seeing as we've varied yeah. considerably at the start. Yeah, stuff. And I'm with you, Nick. I think Jar Moran in his first year, you know, you know, to average almost 18 points, seven assists. 
um, to lead that Memphis Grizzlies team into the eighth spot currently in the in the West, which is a tough conference. Mm, he, good point. He's yeah, that's that's a pretty good achievement from a young twenty-one year old. I think he is. Yeah, is he twenty-one. Yeah. I didn't even he know. Can he can put was on 21. an extra 10, 15 pounds of muscle. He is going to be a force. Oh, he's twenty. He's only twenty. Twenty. Oh, yeah, no, he's sorry. Didn't know he was twenty. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Thought he was like twenty two or three. <laughs> what? No. Yeah, he's coming he out of a, college, man. Thought he was a late bloomer. <laughs> no, no, no. He's a young stud. Yeah. Uh, so number four, I've got Swiper, De'Aaron Fox. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Hugely exciting. Just, like he is, he is probably one of, if not the most explosive player in the league. And I certainly yep. hope this little ankle sprain we mentioned at the start of the episode doesn't derail that at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I reckon if he had a more competent cast around him, he could do well. Not competent because they are competent. If Luke Walton changes this offense to what they were last year and mm. just lets lets them run, yeah, he will do some serious damage. Yeah, but uh, nevertheless, he, he can't be restricted. That guy, can no, he? no. So I think yeah, I've got him as my number four. You guys probably aren't going to like my number four. Probably not. Good friend of the show, Devontae Graham, is at number four. Or is that? What do you think about that? Not bad. Uh, I I like it in saying that. Wasn't in my top five. What? No, no, Devontae no. Graham, good friend of the show. Yeah, I, I, I love Devontae Graham. He's a good friend of the show and everything. But there's a lot of... Oh, there's a uh, fair well, few. He didn't even make my honourable mentions. Jeez. Well, he's and a, I am my, a big fan. Okay, of he's my four yeah. just because... You know, what did you put the the, the um, Hornets 15 or something? I don't know. But they're at 10. <laughs> he's, the, he's really the young face behind... Um, it's just if he had kept Hornets. going like the way he played the first quarter mm. half of the season, yeah. but he mm. dropped off so considerably. Mm. But yeah, but that's just the season. He is, he is on the older end of this. Yeah. Um, In terms of good blokes, he would have been number one on my list, but unfortunately, that wasn't the top five. That eh? wasn't the category, was it? Top, no. It's not top five best players. It's like. Mine's overall. Mine's on the court and off the court. Oh, you're taking oh, okay. him to the off the court. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, I like it. I actually like it. He's yeah. not in my five, but I'm glad okay. you put him in there. Okay, cool. My number four is um, Dennis Schroeder. So, yep. based on the fact that not only is he having a good year this year, and he's had a good year the last few years, but the longevity that he's had. Mm. Um, he's currently in to his... I think he's in his seventh season. Yeah, it would be. Um, you know... Playing 31 minutes off the bench, averaging 19 points this year. Um, you know, three rebounds, four assists, and he's and he's massively um, helped that that young Thunder team yeah. um, elevate themselves to that position in, the, in the West. Good, that good a player off your as your second unit star is so oh, handy, so beneficial. Mm. He's miles ahead the ahead of the opposition's you know starting I mean bench point guard. So yeah, um, yeah, he's... Dennis Schroeder. You've summed it up for me. My number three was Schroeder. Yep. Uh, likewise, I just pretty much echo everything you just said, Roy. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal. Like, not only can he do damage off the bench, but, you know, if you had him in your starting unit, he showed in Atlanta he can be a primary ball handler. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But I love him in this role off the bench, just being able to tear apart second unit defences. Mm. Uh, so adaptable, so crafty. Um, and yeah, huge reason to the Thunder's success this year. So, Dennis, my number three. My three is Ja Morant. Mm-hmm. And there seems to be, I know it's 26 and under, but there seems to be a theme going where, um, like, these young players, Devontae Graham, Ja Morant, they're all the face of um, the their, their subjected teams. They're like, franchise players. Yeah. So. And he's like just insane with highlights. He's, he's what's he? Is Never he 20 that. or what? Yeah. Mm. Young yeah. bo- young bloke, yeah, he's yeah. my number three. Well, you just thought he was 22. Who? Who? John Morant. John Morant. No, I thought Devontae Graham. Oh, no. No, you no, thought no, no. no I said um, I said Donovan Mitchell. I thought he was 23 or 23. Uh, I'm looking forward to listening to this rap, and you're going to look like a goose in a minute. No, because I said Donovan Mitchell, and didn't I? No, no, you said John no, Morant. No, no, not right now. But no, before okay, you wait. Listen back, and I'll be right. <laughs> We're gonna because I jot down where minute forty nine. Make sure to clip this. <laughs> no, but I said um, no, I can't be bothered. Actually, I know what I said. Or <laughs> well, what I was saying is, I said Donovan Mitchell was my four, and I was saying I thought he was like, what's he? What's his age then? Yeah, he's around that. About twenty two. So, yeah, okay. that's that's what I was getting at. Okay, was okay. I saying? Yeah, listen back, guys. Yeah, no, that's okay. That's fine. I'm looking forward to this. So am I. Um, my number three is De'Aaron Fox um, into his third season, and he's progressing as most people thought he would. 
um, fairly quickly. He's averaging 20 points this year, almost seven assists, four rebounds. I think in a few years we'll be looking at him um, as we we looked at Russell Westbrook in his you know mm. probably first four or five years. Super athletic, quick, aggressive, not scared of anyone, and you know I think there's a lot of decent young guards in the league, but he's among you know, the top few of them. Probably underrated just based on the team he's on. I, I would say so. I would agree with that. Uh, my number two, Donovan Mitchell. Uh-huh. Uh, just, I think he's an incredible talent. Uh, purely being able to just be the focal point of this scoring um, for the Jazz. Mm. And he was like the focal point from word go as soon as he was drafted, pretty much. Yeah. Um, he's taken progressive steps each year in terms of his shooting um, and his playmaking. I think he's probably poised to be a multiple-time All-Star in the next couple of years. Mm. Um, so, yeah, Donovan Mitchell, my number two. My number two is uh, Dennis Schroeder. Mm. He's probably uh, my favourite six men in the league right now. He's the, uh, just a massive impact on that Thunder team. Um, I love his his little uh, blonde bit in his hair. That's cool, isn't it? Like I said, it's not only on the court. It's off the court, appearance-wise. <laughs> I wish I had have known about that category beforehand. Devontae would have been going first and then daylight. Oh, dear. Um, second for me, I'm with you, Nick, um, Donovan Mitchell. Um, third year into the um, league. For some reason, it just feels like he's played a lot longer than it does, three doesn't years. It? And this is what I was getting at. I, I, I swear I said it was going What I was getting at was I thought Donovan Mitchell was 22-23, yeah. which he is. Yeah. But I must have said it over Jar Moran, did I? Jay? He's, I think so. Oh, well. But that, no, I get you now. and that Cleared yeah. it up. Yeah. Every every season that he's played in the NBA for these um, opening three years, he's averaged 20 or more points, um, which is a credit to him. Um, averaging 24 this year, you'd only expect that to go up. As the years progress, he could be like a thirty-point player as as mm. you know the years progress. Who knows? Um, but yeah, definitely deserves that number two spot. I think. Got a hunch we're all going to have the same number one here. Yeah. Yeah, I would uh, have to agree. <laughs> I'll kick it off, Trey Young. Okay. So yep. Trey Young has just shown, like he's been a shining light for this Hawks team, mm. um, and has shown that he's got the capabilities to drop fifty points on any given night. Uh, the his his ability from deep is just absolutely startling. It's Steph Curry, Damian Lillard range. Yes. Um, yeah. And the fact that he he's going to get better with age, no doubt. It's scary. Uh, being able to drive an offense is huge, and the fact that he's doing it in his second season, it's like Luca. Yeah. Um, it's really phenomenal. Like this season, putting up twenty nine point six points, as well as being a key part of the. The playmaking, dropping mm. 9.3 assists. Um, all major stats have gone up this year. It's certainly like it. 21 as well, coming up to 22. But he's, he's, uh, he's increased by 10 points. Yeah. Like 19.1 in his first season, up to a tick under 30, mm. which is just nuts. Yeah. yeah. And the sky is really the limit from, for him. It is. Uh, it's good to see his, his three-point percentage has gone up 3.5% this year. Mm. Uh, 36.1 this year. If he can get to 38, 39%, like he's he's going to be well and truly dropping 30 points mm-hmm. on average. Would I? Yeah, um, agree. So great stuff from Trey Young. Good one. Yeah, mine's Chris Clemens. <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy yeah. boy. It's well, my favorite pro- my favorite player in the NBA is Trey Young. So favorite player in the NBA is Trey Young. So this one was pretty easy. He's such he's pro- like a he's the most entertaining player to watch in my opinion. Love the ice tray. Ice tray. Yeah. That's cool, isn't it? Yeah, it is cool. Um, just you can't beat him. He's, yeah, yeah. Oh, and obviously he's mine as well. And he's given so much hope to that Atlanta squad. Look at that squad without him. Mm. You're looking at John Collins and that's about it. And that's not enough to give you hope, unfortunately. No. Um, I think he's exceeded well and truly expectations since he started his career. There was a lot of people who weren't sure that he was even going to cut the mustard in the NBA. Mm. And he's gone and averaged you know, 30 points pretty, more or less in his um, second season in the league. Um, yeah, disappointed you didn't mention... For the the Hawks and the hope, um, what about Bembry? DeAndre Bembry? <laughs> oh, don't get me any... started with Bembry. I hate Bembry. Uh, sorry, oh. Bembry, but I hate him. <laughs> I'm going to no, make sure we get him as a guest on this podcast. Love you, Just... Bembry. Love <laughs> he's, he's no good on 2K. That's where that stems from. But um, it, obviously it hasn't equated to um, 
team wins. Yeah. But in he terms needs help, of doesn't he? He like does. I say, I'm taking it to my grave again. But they lose by the smallest margin <laughs> to these big teams. Yeah. I swear, like with Clint Capella in this lineup, I think they're gonna um, cause some damage. Yeah. Mm. I'm looking forward to seeing them, and I hope they. Uh, and with Trey Young, just real quickly, can I say? Yeah, please. He does get a bit undermined due to the fact that he's constantly compared to Luca. Quickly, mm. who's going to have a better career? Luca Doncic, but still. Like, Luca as yeah, well. I think yeah, Luca too, but. Yeah, I don't think he should be undermined for that. I don't know. It's just my thoughts. Um, my couple of quick honourable mentions. Uh, I had Red Van Vliet, Marcus Smart, and Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, Wine. Fox as well. I'm putting in there. Yeah, I'd put yeah. up there. Yep. My honourable mentions were, yeah, those guys as well as Devontae Graham. You know, as we said, we don't like to we don't like to leave him out of the top five. No. But what yeah. about Chrissy Chrissy Clemens? Chrissy Clemens is <laughs> the close close seventh. I, reckon. I almost <laughs> wanted to put in there just because I love his name. It's just a name; it really gets me. Tremont Waters from Boston. Tremont Waters. Tremont Waters. Tremont Waters. Oh, Tremont. That sounds Tremont. a bit more Tremont. familiar. Yeah, I don't know who that he is. Didn't, he didn't do a lot this year, but he got a little bit of time, but I just like his name. Yeah. Um, no, so rounding out my, my five, in the number five spot, I had Jar Morant. Number four, De'Aaron Fox. Number three, Dennis Schroeder. Number two, Donovan Mitchell. And my number one pick was Trey Young. I had five, Donovan Mitchell, four, Devontae Graham, three, Ja Morant, two, Dennis Schroeder, and one, Trey Young. And for me, five, Ja Morant, four, Dennis Schroeder, three, De'Aaron Fox, two, Donovan Mitchell, and one, Trey Young also. So we're all pretty mm. pretty well aligned there. Mm. Good stuff. Mm. I want to see who like the viewers align with the most. So. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll put, put that up during the week. We might put a couple of stories each with our picks yeah. um, and then put it to a vote. Yeah, We'd love to see what you guys think out there. Uh, as well, make sure don't. No, I've decided. I've changed my mind. Don't hold back with your criticism on my start of season predictions. Nah, tear them to shreds. Let me have it. Mm. Uh, love to know what you guys think. Where I went right. Where I went wrong. And I can't. I'm. I'm buzzing to do this with you guys next season. I reckon mm. that's going to be a mm. fun episode. It will be. Yeah. Uh, just quickly before we go, guys. Next week we will be dropping the podcast on the Sunday as opposed to the Saturday. What's this? Uh, Going away for the weekend. Oh, yeah? Going Where are you to, off to? I'm off to uh, Bruny Island for oh, any yeah. of our Tassie listeners, just for a, a night or two. Uh, should be good. Get away, run amok, um, and then come back fresh, ready to tackle it on Sunday. So, Very good. Last episode before ball resumes. Mm. Oh, exciting and Electric. Times. The oh. mood is going to be... Ele- How good is it going to be not next week, the week after, when we can actually talk about... Well, uh, I was just thinking, like, our odds and ends are still pretty... F- field and the basketball mm. hasn't even resumed wait till it resumes and it's gonna be on we're gonna have to really uh like our episodes could go for a couple of hours if we don't uh, trim mm. trim the fat and i'm guess. sure a lot of people will be excited for the return of b rider good night did we forget about that no or? i no, certainly I haven't we've, we've had a couple of our viewers uh shout out to kate arnott who you work with right yeah, Kate, Kate, Kate works at Ida Bloke, yes, yeah. yes. Big shout out to Kate who... Uh... Bro just leaks his work. <laughs> no. <laughs> no one Sorry. cares about Ida Bloke. <laughs> oh, I'm sending it to your boss. <laughs> I don't um, care. Big shout out to Kate who, she's, she got on to us about this the other week. She wants to be a part of uh, picking out some punishments for us. So, oh, geez, Kate, we haven't fine. forgotten. We look forward to you uh, serving up some... Serving up some hate. Yeah. Uh, serving know. up something. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll certainly be back with B-Rider. Good night. As well... I just want to put in the music in the next week or two. Bring back Hero of the Week. Oh, yeah. we've missed you. Oh. We've got a lot of, um, you know, little segments that is just hard to fit them all in. Yeah, we're going to... Uh, I don't know what we can do. Yeah, we're going to have to it's The do fact that we're trying to cut it under an hour at 59 minutes now, so... All right, Lee, that's, but, that's the cue to wrap her up. <laughs> that's the cue. Just before we go, guys, thank you for staying up to date with all of our socials. Keep following those, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter. Um, there's going to be plenty of content throughout the week. Mm. Instagram's looking like mint yeah, now, it isn't is. it? Hey, mm, it's it really uh, attractive on the eye. Um, but yeah, continue to drop those five-star rating reviews, guys. And yeah, good stuff. Good episode, guys. I'll catch you next week. This is Lee signing out. Okay, written and authorised by Roland Hancock, Tasmania. <laughs> Bye. Well, that was rapid. <laughs> guys, take care, look after one another, and we will talk to you next week. Love you. Bye.
It's bigger, I'm never just missing my hits, not a little. Shout out to their biggest podcast that I'm into. The Daily Dribble, that was official. Take off like a missile. All the scores that you want to get into. This is just all of the time. You gotta just hit it and now. No enemies really gonna make no hits. They never be making no nick. Shout out to my homie Nick, that was all in the nose. We had to make it just come up and roll. That was just talking to Lauren and two. That was everything all at the moon. We had nothing that's really to prove. Taking Liam Neeson, that was in and now that was gotta say they really were people. Liam, that was just enough for shouting out to them all because they really been decent. Nick wrote, that was Liam. Did I ever say that nothing that we keep in the secret? That was off of that, you know that that was balling. That was off of that, you know that I'm walking on water, that's Jesus. I'm walking on water, it's land to the slaughter. It's making me drink fat lame harder, fat lame harder. Doubles, eat, running in a hurry, hurry, scoring this. Hey, shout out to the daily chip, that was true. You won't have to go ahead and see what they know. That was all the time, it ain't no romance if he knows. We gon' make it drop, 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 tie.